the Relaunch Live Podcast. Relaunch Live Podcast. Talking all things real estate, the strategies that build it, and sharing their own life-changing growth plans. They are two of the most dynamic people in the business. One common goal, to make you rethink, reimagine, and be re-inspired in your life and business. Welcome to the Relaunch Live Podcast with your hosts, Veronica Figueroa and Jeff Lobb. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Relaunch Live Podcast. I'm Jeff Lobb, uh, the host. We are missing our Veronica, our dear Veronica. Today, she is speaking at another event, so we will surely miss her. But I am I am brought on with a, an awesome guest that you're going to absolutely love today, um, Bobby Davidowitz. Welcome, Bobby. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm honored to be here. Thanks, man. It's a, it's a pleasure. And just knowing just a little bit of your backstory. And I try and leave some of the story for the show because I want it to be as transparent and authentic as we get. It's always trying to get people to, you know, rethink, reimagine, just trying to understand, like, how do they move the needle in their business? And a lot of times this overlaps into a lot of businesses, but obviously with a real estate focus, right? So, right. Um, so we're going to kind of break it down and we got a really fun video at the end for you guys. Um, and we we'll promise we'll get all this in 30 to 40 minutes to you. So, um, so Bobby, you know, real quick, you're, you're a team leader, you're a coach, you're a mindset guy. I know you're super passionate. Um, but it always doesn't start there, right? It's always starts right. somewhere. Did you start it? Like, where did you start in this world of business? And like, how did you end up here? Absolutely. So, you know, um, I kind of got into the real estate industry by accident about 20 uh, years ago in the mortgage side of things, you know, typical, you know, following the path of, you know, I was a great student. I went to college. I did all these things that I had to do, but realized that I never really thought through what I actually wanted to do in life. And so I literally graduated college with a 4.0, but had like no direction. And I was like, what am I going to do next? And I literally thought like business was boring. Like just the word that like they equated to the same thing. Like I, I was always kind of a guy that liked the entertainment industry and things like that. And by accident, I meet this gentleman who was starting up a mortgage company. And I was at the time I was working at a nightclub and I was just like, dude, I got to get out of the club. <laughs> like, I don't know yeah. if you guys have ever worked at a club, but you know, it's like late, late nights, you know, you're not using your brain. It's just like, you think you're wasting your life, Jeff, you know? Um, yeah, it's totally. So, hold on one second. I got that loaded yeah. question to ask because I've got a son just graduating college too. And you graduated with a 4.0. And I think a lot of people see this whole, like, how did I ever get into real estate? Sometimes by accident. Just a sidebar for a second. Do you think college is broken? Uh, Pretty much, right? I, I always say, unless you know, unless you knew you were going to be like a marine biologist since you were four or a lawyer or a doctor and you have a passion for that, um, I would skip it <laughs> until you yeah. really figure things out. You know, I wish I would, I wish I would have done that. Um, and so the funny part is now is that a lot of the agents we're getting right now, I, I, I just signed on an agent that's 20 years old. I've got another one on yeah. my team that's 19. Um, you know, and, and, uh, an 18 year old as well. Like it is just crazy how kids now these days are starting to realize, I think it might've been pandemic induced too, where it's sure. like, Hey, these jobs, like they don't pay well, people aren't happy. What's out there for me. And real estate's a great choice. And I was lost, you know, at coming out of college and I was luckily found the mortgage business, uh, ended up doing pretty well. Um, you know, opened up a mortgage company, didn't know how to run a business. I was 23, 24 <laughs> years old. Uh, yeah. But, you know, that was just a logical thing to do, right? You, you yeah, get, just start your own. Yeah, you start your own business. Um, ended up, you know, doing pretty well there 
Um, but realized very quickly that I, I should have probably just stayed a loan officer because, you know, uh, when you become a business owner, you take all these uh, responsibilities, at least when you become the mortgage brokerage license holder. Right. Uh, very similar right. to being a broker in real estate. You're just taking on liabilities and expenses, you know. And so right. and I and I realized that about six months in and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I shouldn't have done this. Right. But uh, but anyway, did really well. Then this cool thing happened called the market crash. And then so basically financing ended as we know it. And uh, and I was like, that's fine, because deep down inside, I still had passion for the entertainment industry. Uh, so I went and pursued a bunch of stuff in music, video production, uh, even worked for my buddy's uh, marketing and branding agency, which which all were great experiences. Because the funny thing is now, Jeff, is like, I don't I don't know any business that can survive without entertainment and content and events and all these things. And I kind of got an education in that over the, that kind of a seven year period. Uh, where I was kind of fighting my, my way um, back out. I didn't mention that after I left the industry uh, and the market crashed, I ended up having to file bankruptcy. There was I was over leveraged. Everybody got caught in that real estate market, and I really had to dig my way out. And um, but here's what happened: is you know, one uh, the guy called my cult leader Tony Robbins always says that you know growth equals happiness, right? When you're not growing, you're unhappy, and you're looking for the next thing. And um, I was working on my buddy's company and it was an incredible opportunity, but there wasn't another level for me. And I was like, okay, I have to make a move. But if I make a move now, I'm in my mid thirties, you know, thinking about this. And I was like, whatever the move's going to be, it has to be the thing. Right. And I have to commit hundred percent to it. It can't be dabbling and two years here, two years there. It's like the next thing is going to be the thing. And luckily I got a call from a buddy of mine that wanted to start a real estate investment company. And I literally was like, I think I was waiting for this call, man. I'm like, let's do it. Um, through that journey, it led me to retail real estate because we were doing something called wholesaling, as you uh, probably know. And I realized very quickly that wholesaling is just selling properties, right? And I rather I rather just list retail and make commissions versus you know do the wholesaling. And that's what got me into the game. And that's um, when I started hanging my license uh, with my my partner was my partner was the broker at the time, Gil Ramos, and uh, hung my license with him. Uh, and then what happened was is as I started kind of becoming an influencer in the office, they started seeing I had some coaching abilities. So they started asking me to teach some classes and I started doing that. A few years later, they asked me to build uh, something called the talent development program. So I started a coaching program for the office, a mentorship program uh, where I was the only coach coaching all the new agents coming in for about three yeah. or four years. Uh, once we started to grow so big and me and Gil had decided to become partners in a new venture, I was like, I got to form a team of coaches because I can no longer handle all this. Um, and then so on and so forth. I still do a lot of speaking, a lot of coaching, but now I'm a team leader. So I have a team called the Davos team, uh, run a big organization with EXP 1300 plus agents. Um, wow. and, um, and, and now really just, you know, building the organization. I don't do a ton of sales anymore, but, but I am, I got a new project in the Dominican Republic that we're selling, uh, to investors. So it, it's, a, it's been an exciting journey, Jeff, to say the least. So, you know, let's go back. So let's go back to that. That market crash was around 2009 because I think you and I shared very similar experiences. 2009, 2010, everything fell off the face of the earth. Um, the reality was we had to pick ourselves back up. Like, you know, we were on these rides uh, of production lives. Like I felt like the worst thing ever. And I'll tell you one thing that motivated me. I don't know how you motivate yourselves, um, but people are afraid of fear. Fear is like a big thing. People hate fear. They're afraid of it. But fear actually drives me is when I hit rock bottom in business a couple of different times over my 36 year career, fear of never wanting to be ever in that position again. 
like right. fear of saying I can never let myself go there again, ever. Right. So that drives me a little bit and that gets me fired up. I'm curious, did any of that impact you? Because we all have our ups and downs in this business, real estate, investing, loan officers. Did did you feel fear drove you or what is something that drives you to get up in the morning and do what you do at a high level? That's funny, Jeff, you say that. So I, I tell the agents all the time, you know, if you're going to have a fear, have this, this one fear, which is fear of not reaching your full potential. And, and I've always had that fear drive me. I like, I, that's really what scares me. What scares me is that I'm going to be looking at myself at 60, 70, 80 in the mirror and be like, man, I didn't take those chances. I didn't go reach out for the things that I wanted. Now, the reality is, is that I was fortunate enough to start on a personal development journey around 21 years old. So when I was in my late uh, 20s and I was hitting that crash, um, you know, I understood that this is sort of part of the deal, right? If, if you have ever read a success story, very few of them include no crashes, right? right. Like, uh, matter of fact, and they're, they're they're sprinkled all throughout the failures, the 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 tough upbringings, the whatever you know. And so I just saw, I just I would just say to myself, Jeff, like, hey, I thought I was gonna avoid this, but this is part of it. Like, this is what makes people right, and this is what strengthens people. Now, it doesn't mean you didn't have your low days, but yeah. there was never that sense that oh, this is the time to hang it up. It was like this is the time to step up, and 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 so that's what drove me. I was just like I said, personal development is the foundation, and if if that mindset isn't right, then something like this can take you out mentally. Where for me, it was like, hey, this is like a shot, but you know what? If if that's what life is going to bring, then I'm coming after it. Get it back you know? up. I know because some some people question my when I tell that story a little bit. They're like, oh, so you're afraid of failing? I'm like, no, no, definitely not afraid of failing. We fail plenty of times. Right. And that's probably the best way to grow is fail a bunch. Keep failing because if you're not failing, you're not growing. I said, my fear just drives me from a personal aspect of never wanting me and my family to be there ever again. That's not really failure. That's a point of my life. That's a lifestyle change. So never fear failing because if you're not failing and doing stuff and trying, um, but I, you know, I think we have that passion in common. I love the fact that you had part of the entertainment part of your world because I don't think real estate agents realize sometimes that if they're not delivering presentations and know how to do that in a passionate way with buyers and sellers, I think they're missing a critical part of growth. Um, I think that adds a lot of value to what you came through in your just random careers, but added huge value to the ability to deliver that. Do you see you use that, you know, as a, as a daily um, part of your, your wins? Is having yeah, that entertainment absolutely, part? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's funny, passion and energy will get over a lot of things, right? Sure. You know, and, 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 you know, if you, if you're able to make that connection in person. So every time we, we're coaching agents, we're like, look, your, your main job is to get face to face with somebody. Cause I have right. a belief that if you get me face to face with somebody, I'm 95% there. Right. Right. Um, just because look, at the end of the day, you know, people don't know how great a job you're going to do. They're going to make a decision on what Jeff, they're going to like you and trust you. Right. Trust you. And, and if you have the, if you have that energy and that connection, they're going to work with you. Right. And so uh, absolutely the entertainment, the video, all that stuff. I mean, look, right now we're doing a podcast like now it seems like you can't even have a business without a podcast. You can't have a business without social media content. And and I fought it for years because, you know, we you know, I'm, I, I might look young, but I'm 43. So I came from the area where we didn't have the social media. And now yeah. I'm seeing the other half of it. And I fought it for a long time because I'm just like. I don't, I, I like my private life. Like I just, I don't need to put my stuff out there, but the reality is it's truly the best return on your investment. So the more, the more you can get comfortable in front of the camera, the more you can get comfortable delivering and communicating and even speaking, 
you know, one thing in our offices is like, we set expectations for the beginning with number one is not, we're not, we're not just bringing you in to become an agent. Matter of fact, you're going to become an entrepreneur here. Um, and that's what we expect. We also expect you to grow into a leader. And we also expect you to grow into a leader that creates other leaders and then also become a coach because coaching and speaking is one, to me, one of the most powerful things you can do in your business, whether it's to get business through doing buyer seller seminars, whatever you do, but also because if you are building an organization, I think coaching and development is the low hanging fruit, you know, yeah. uh, aside from the company we're with right now, even when we were with a franchise broker, we were getting agents over. And what's the first thing they always like when you get somebody who switches from one brokerage to the other, I would say at least 80% of the time, the, the reason they're doing it is they got no support. They got no coaching. They got yeah. no training, no mentorship. And if you're able to be that kind of person, imagine what you can do for somebody. You not only help grow them, but help grow your business. Yeah. Hey, we got uh, Chuck Lemire out there saying, hey, Bobby, what's going on? I know Chuck a long time, too. He's, uh, in, our, he's in one of our chats somewhere. Um, I know a long time too. Um, so, you know, the, the reality is people, people dilute, you know, the word coaching gets diluted. You know, just like mm -hmm. trainer, just like speaker, just like author, you know, I'm a coach, you're a coach, but I'll tell you what. And I, and I learned this from an early age of just coaching kids and sports. And I do this, you know, I still do to this day. Um, but a good coach, no matter what title you want to give them can change people's lives and will change people's lives. There are going to be many that'll never make an impact or move the needle but there are some that will absolutely change your entire life. And that's what you need to look for is who's that right vibe for you, you know, that, that can help you be accountable, get motivated, do the job. Cause that's what a coach is there to do. Right. Think about the, I look at real estate as a sport. It is a sport. You know, we compete, we have to, we have to look at the playbook. I study film, meaning I study the competition. Like we do all that, but I think we just see so many people out there trying to do this stuff. It gets diluted. So you really need to find who's your tribe. Like who is that that person that's going to move me to what to the next level? Mm -hmm. um, there you go, and, and Chuck's in, checks all in on that one too. So I love the passion behind you. You know, and there's so many things we could probably dive into, but let's talk about like where we are like now in this world in this market, and you know because of your mindset and because of the stuff you're seeing and I'm seeing, today's agents are struggling right now. There's veteran agents right now struggling. I had a 22 year veteran when I got done speaking at a conference, come up to me and, and maybe you'll feel this vibe. They said to me, Jeff, I can't believe, you know, I heard everything you said. I love what you said, but I can't believe after 22 years, I have to prospect as hard as you're telling me I have to go prospect or even prospect at all. And I said right. to her straight up, I said, listen, what made you think you ever had to stop? And right. she's right. like, well, you know, referral business was great. I'm like, so I'm sure you're seeing this and feeling this is yes, we have to double down on our work. What are some things you're trying to get people to do now in this changing market to not only continue at the pace they were the past couple of years, but to actually grow when others are shrinking? Right. right. So, so some, first I always start with the mentality, like, cause we can get caught up in doing a lot of work and realize after 22 years that we might've not been working at the right things or, or doing the thing that was leading us to our goal. I have a belief that everybody has the same goal. And that is we all want to live life on our own terms. Right. Yeah. And the only way I know how to do that is through financial freedom. Right. Yes. So if I, if I dig down to everybody's goals, you know, they're going to say, I want to buy my mama house, or they're going to say, I want to travel. It's, it's, you want to live life on your own terms. And there's only one way to do that. 
So the reality is, is that you have to work really hard to get there, but you have to work hard at the right things, right? So that 22 year agent, it's not about stopping prospecting. It's, it's like, okay, well, that's a pillar of your business, but did you build it like an entrepreneur though? Or did you stay in the business as a self-employed individual? The, because if you had built it like an entrepreneur, you would have systems in place where you could do less and get more. And you wouldn't be feeling like, oh my God, I'm stuck in this hamster wheel after 22 years. So that's, right. that's number, that's number one. Uh, number two is, is if you're going to be prepared in real estate, look, let's, let's not ignore what the truth is. There's cycles in the market. They're going to continue to be cycles in the markets and shift. It's not about whether things are going to change. It's whether you're going to change and you're going to pivot, right? So be prepared for change. So guess what? We're at the top of a market cycle. Now, nobody knows what's going to happen, but I can tell you right now, I'm coaching agents to number one is level up your level of client because you're going to need some clients that have some cash in their pocket coming up. Right. Yeah. Um, we were having a real struggle with buyers. Why? Because you were working, we were a heavy buyer's office. Like literally about two months ago, I was like, Gil, we need to start preaching listings like crazy because right now we're too heavily buyer side. And right now you're submitting, you know, 10 offers to get one sale. Right. And, yep. and and so you need to be on the listing side. So that's a pivot there. If you were a heavy buyer's agent, maybe you need to focus on listings now, right? But yep. as the as these interest rates continue to go up, we need to start thinking about uh, higher level buyers, people with cash, and investors. Okay, yep. because if there is a shift in the market, they're going to flood in, and you better know how to work with investors, and you should have a list of them, right? So these yep. are the things, and it's not it's not for you to be scary because guess what? When there's shifts, people get rich. And, right. and it's only the people that stay and kind of get in that fear mode and was like, oh my God, it's going to change. And they don't do anything about it. Those people get taken out. And guess what? You know what? I kind of, I mean, we figured, we figured that out during the first crash, didn't we? You sure know, did. I, at least I did. I had old timers tell me this stuff. Old timers were like, hey, something's going to happen. Get mm -hmm. ready. And in my mind, I'm like, nah, it's going to be fine. You know, it's like, fine. I'm not going to prepare for anything. It's going to always keep going like this. Hey, come on, let's wake up now. You know, I'm 43 now. We know that's not the truth, but let's prepare ourselves to build wealth when things shift. And that's what I'm talking about right now. That's awesome. And, you know, I think what they have to realize is, you know, we made money in any market. We made money when I started in selling at 13, 14% interest rates. When they went down to 10, we still sold homes. When they went down to five and four, then we still sold homes. So it's a matter of, you know, where do they shift? But two things are going to happen. I think you hit it right on the, the, the head, Bobby, is... People are going to be super, they're going to come out of here super wealthy by making the shift or you're going to see probably about, I'm just guessing, 200,000 agents cleanse right out of the business because they right. just added four to 500,000 agents in the last five years. But you're right. going to see a cleansing, which may 100%. be good, and you have to make a choice. Do you want to be part of that cleansing and out or do you want to be one that actually thrives in a changing market and you know how to do it? Because guess what? You learn how to do it now and it's your first one. It's going to happen again. It's just right. a matter of another five, 10 years. It's just That's right. a matter of time, you're going to be through it again. So, and not, and not only that, you yourself as an agent out there, you need to be an investor too. You need to, you need to stack some chips and get ready because there's going to be opportunities. And this is the thing you get these agents that are making all this money and they're blowing it all. You know, it's the purses, it's the cars, it's the this and it's the that. And it's like, okay, are you preparing to build wealth? Because this thing's going to shift. And the people that got the money to do something are going to get wealthy. Or if not, you're just going to be working with the investors who are getting wealthy and watch the whole thing happen. Right? Yeah. So you're helping the investors build and you're watching what they're doing. And yet we won't even take their advice of watching them grow wealth when 
you know, agents think sometimes too, like, you know, I, I, it's too risky, too, but yet you're in the business of helping sell to people that do that. So exactly. risk, money, low down. And today with rental and Airbnb opportunities and multis that are happening right now, like your eyes should be wide open. And if you're not, you might be talking to the wrong people. You need different leadership. Different 100%. leadership. 100%. So, um, so I'm thrilled, uh, you know, we are so uh, aligned on that and, you know, the, the shift is happening. So we have to kind of get mindset and agents focus on, look, listing inventory should always be a focus, right? If you don't have inventory, you don't have a store. Granted, right. you'll get buyer top heavy many times, but listings are also catalysts. They create the phone calls. They create the branding. They put the signs on the ground. You get to advertise. You get to, like, it does so many more things. Right. If you just right. focused on the harder work. Um, so that's that's kind of where the, the shift is focusing. So um, so as you continue to grow, what, I mean, I don't know if you can see your crystal ball. Where are you in five years? Where are you in five years? Well, Great question. So, you know, obviously I'm, you know, I'm, I'm building an organization. My, my, my focus has been exactly what I said, which is financial freedom. You know, at the end of yeah. the day, if I want to live my, on my own terms. I have to get free. So, you know, I'm obviously working on building a, a massive residual income stream. That's, that's in the works already. We got 1300 plus agents and we're building that, um, you know, uh, full-time being a, becoming a full-time investor, to be quite honest with you, you know, I have some big financial goals, you know, uh, in the millions of millions of dollars. And what I've done, what I've realized in my research is, is you're not going to work your way there. You're going to have to invest your way there. So, um, what I want to do is just basically be a full-time investor, you know, in the next five years, I'm going to make sure that my organization continues to grow. I'm going to be doing a lot of uh, in five years, I think I think I'm really going to be focused on helping big leaders grow um, yep. because that's going to be the highest return on investment. So I picture myself kind of traveling the country and the world. You know, I've got agents now in India, Colombia, Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic um, and, and potentially being in a different location and kind of replicating what I've done, uh, what me and Gil have done here in Orlando. So we've got yeah. a pretty special culture here in Orlando. We call ourselves the Alliance Group. Uh, we've got 400 to 500 agents here in Central Florida. And um, and we've got something pretty magical with a combination of personal development, coaching and culture. And I think I can replicate that in another place in the country or in potentially in Puerto Rico, as you know, a lot of a lot of our uh, EXP uh, family are down there. And, and I just happen. Don't, don't let the Jewish name fool you. I was actually born in Puerto Rico, so it would be it would be coming back home for me, Jeff. So awesome. those are kind of the plans that I have. So what's what's your favorite? I mean, just uh, for another we, I want to get to your. Um, your story and the relaunch um, live thing that you did, but what's your favorite investment and why? Like, what, what's your which investment do you like? Do you like the big multis? Great, do you great, like property? Great question. So right now I'm investing in a couple of different things. Um, you know, as you research this, this is why you need to actually just really get into it. Like, you need to say, hey, I'm not just hoping to hear something cool. Like, I really need to be researching different things. Uh, one commercial real estate is something that I, that I'm passionate about. Um, as I've watched a lot of people invest in residential, I see that it's, it's kind of a progression for people who keep progressing. They go from single family to multifamily and then the bigger multifamily, which is a commercial investment. Um, yeah. we just bought Gil and I just bought a building, an industrial building. Uh, that's our second one that we purchased. So I, I, I see a lot of, uh, I, I like the kind of income that comes from those properties. Uh, and I like the tax breaks that you get from investing in commercial real estate. That's number one. Um, I'm part of a mastermind group and the gentleman that leads that group, uh, worth about a hundred million dollars. So, you know, he hasn't done too bad in his exactly. life and, and, uh, and one of their pillars is private lending. So lending money to flippers. So once you have a certain amount of cash, this is one of the highest return on efforts that there is out there. Think about it. 
So you could be a flipper, right? If you're a flipper, what do you have to do? You got to find the deal, right? Yep. Hopefully it's a great deal. You got to buy the deal. You've got to spend money and fix the deal and you have to sell the deal. Well, why don't I just lend you the money to do all that? Right. Sure. And then you let you, and then you borrow it for three to six months and then I get it back and then I do it again. Um, right. And you can do that in any market cycle because you can just adjust your terms, you know, right. Yeah. We're at a top, we're at the top of a market cycle right now. So you want to tighten up your terms on that. Right. Um, so private lending is going to be a pillar. It's not something I'm into just quite yet, but that's going to be one of the pillars. Now through that same mastermind group, I was, uh, gained access into venture capital funds and startup companies. So, uh, I'm investing now in, uh, financial technology companies and real estate technology companies, which I have actually found to be fascinating. Um, so they actually bring these founders on stage and have them talk to us directly. And when I, when I realized how, number one, the multiples on that, right. When, sure. it, when, when you can catch a company on an early seed stage, early stage. oh my gosh. Uh, you know, so it, it's just incredible. So now I'm invested in two funds and one, uh, in one direct company actually, uh, which is in the real estate space. Um, so, you know, these are, these are longer term plays, you know, they're seven year plays. Um, yep. You know, because the way you make money on that is they either go public or they get bought out. They're right. Um, it's a strategy. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm very, very interested in that. And then, you know, I think you need to have some of those kind of diversified accounts. They're not sexy. They're long term plays, but you should be putting some of your money into a diversified account that's mm -hmm. going to make you that 7%. 8% compounding over a 20 year period. Not so none of these things you ever want to put all your money into one basket. You put a little bit everywhere else, but you always have to have the safe the safer money too, right? Cuz yeah. some of the other bets you make might not work out, but you never, you know, you never never want to lose the, the 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 foundation. And um and so that's what I've realized over time. So that's just some of the things that I'm very very interested in uh and I will keep looking into more because like I said, my goal is to be a professional investor. So <laughs> yeah, another stream of investment that diversifies you a little more uh, with different risks. It's the way to do it. I mean, it's real estate's got a lot of things you could sprawl out from, right? And I love the fact you like commercial too, because not emotional. Um, you don't have to worry about a lot of tenancies that are in and out, like, you know, with the laws. So fantastic um, choices, investment. So, all right. Just so for time purposes. Um, so you had a, the opportunity to be on a relaunch live stage right? Live on stage, which is definitely where you showcase your personality. And, right. um, and you, you had this, um, this moment where you shared the spoken word. I know Veronica's yeah. a big fan of this and she, she truly wants us to, to be heard, <laughs> uh, as do I. So what we're going to do is we're going to, um, we're going to stay live. We're going to break away to your live stage performance. It's about six or seven minutes to the audience that's listening. It's really awesome. And then we'll come right back after that and then we'll kind of wrap up our show. Well, let me give them a, just a little prep bit. It, yeah, prep it, background. Yeah. Yeah. Let me give you a little backstory. So, so Veronica, as you know, uh, she, uh, she was supposed to be the host here. She's a powerhouse. You know, we call it, yes. we call it Queen, Queen V. That's what I like Queen to call v. it. Queen <laughs> v. And, uh, and so she says, Hey, we're doing this big event, John Sheplak relaunched live. Um, and she's like, Hey, I want you to do this mindset thing. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, how much time do I have to speak? And she's like, uh, you know, like 10 minutes. And I'm like, you want me to do some big mindset thing in like 10 minutes? And I'm like, man, what can I do now? Uh, you know, since I was a young kid, I've, I've been doing poetry. I, I've always been a big fan of hip hop, which is just poetry with beats. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and so, but I'm a writer at heart. I, 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 you know, this is the kind of stuff that just kind of comes to me and stuff like that. And I said, I know this is kind of risky. I'm like, but I think I'm going to write a poem. 
And, uh, you know, they're not going to see this coming. I didn't tell Veronica what I was doing. I didn't tell anybody because I, 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 you know, my girlfriend at the time, I didn't even tell her because I didn't want anybody talking me out of it. Cause right. I was like, this is kind of like, this is going to be so left field. So I wrote this poem called, uh, real estate is a faith driven sport. Um, and, and that's what you're going to, you're about to witness here. It's a faith driven sport. Okay. I'm, I'm anxious to hear it. Let's let it go. Uh, Ella, bring that, bring that video up and let's watch Bobby do his thing. I thought to myself, this baby is over. 
cow dude that was <laughs> captivating um and you really had the right tonality in that the passion in that it was like great delivery man how long did that take you to prepare so i i pro it probably took me about five hours to write um you know once once i usually get an idea i can you know i need to figure out the start and then i can roll right uh and so sometimes it takes a while to start to to do the start now what was worrying me because that i don't usually like to read off a paper like I usually like to memorize it because, you know, it just the delivery so much easier and better and it flows nicer. But the thing was, is that it was, it, I had to write it last minute. There were so many things happening. So I only had a couple of days to prepare. So I was like, I did everything I could to try to memorize it, but I just, I was like, man, I don't feel confident. I know everything. So I kept the paper with me, but hey. it took about five hours to prepare. I was like practicing it, you know, at every pocket I had in the, in the day, but, but luckily it came out, you know, not, ex not to uh to my standard but pretty pretty darn good and, and i'm happy with the execution delivery it went well like and no one knows the backstory or no one knows if you skipped or paused or did like they, it was all about the execution um so yeah, many cool nuggets in there too so awesome all right so look our time kind of runs out is there any last words you want to share to our audience um last words about what you know what they should be focused on paying attention to something to keep them going final thoughts from you maybe um and then we're gonna wrap this baby up yeah, I mean, uh, I would just say that, you know, going back to the point of, you know, don't, I, I just did a presentation the other day and and, and I said, you know, uh, don't pray for stability, pray for agility, um, you know, and, and the reason I say that is because, you know, it's funny because you mentioned sports earlier. So right now I'm really crafting my brand. I'm taking my old entertainment persona, Bobby franchise, and I'm, and I'm now crafting it to 
a real estate uh, kind of thing, but it's very sports themed. You know, I'm developing franchise players in the real estate game. And, and I did this presentation and where I was, I kind of showed a running back, you know, uh, in the backfield and, and I showed like the way a play looks on the board. And I was like, you know, it's yeah. funny is you see that picture, that running back, the one thing that running back knows is that that play will not go like it was drawn on the board. You know, yeah. they already know it's going to be different because you can't predict these monsters that are coming after you. So what you have to do is look for the openings. And so you have to take action. And when you take action, openings happen. It isn't about the result you want. It's about the result you need. And then you have to be uh, open to the openings and you got to make that that cut or that pivot. So things will always continue to change in markets, in the economy and in all that. You just have to have that agility. You have to be ready for the openings because there's always going to be openings. So that's my final message. Um, and I just want to say thank you to you, Jeff. Uh, you're awesome. I love your energy. And we've never, got, we've never gotten to do this before, but I hope we get to do it. Not. We're going to have to. We'll, uh, we'll set up a private chat. We could probably compare some notes and stuff. That's why I like it being live and authentic so we could really pull out the I'm – I'm a student here, right? Listen, we're in the same business, but I'm being the student today learning from you. So um, listen, we had a great audience. It's uh, um, a great wrap up here. Um, so for those who are listening, uh, make sure you follow us on all of the, the channels we're on. We're on YouTube, of course, with video, but all the podcast channels we're on Google, Apple, uh, and all of the Spotify's of the universe. So um, thank you guys for being with us. Relaunch Live podcast. We'll see you again in the next episode. And thank you to our Bobby Davidowitz, coach, team leader, awesome entrepreneur. All right, Ella, wrap us up. You've been listening to the Relaunch Live podcast, helping you rethink, reimagine, and see you next time.